Welcome back to the podcast. So this is just like a bunch of things that I wrote down over the past few weeks. Things that have been in my mind, not actual certain topics. So the first thing I titled, I really just needed to hear that I'm in a good place. Because I never would describe my situation as that. But after hearing that, I realized I had the luxury of really doing whatever the fuck I want. I can feel my happiness coming back. I can't wait for the weather to get better and to move and customize a new space and really start living the life I'm manifesting. Grocery shopping while living alone and being able to buy a Starbucks tumbler cup and contemplating plating buying a drink fridge made me realize my privilege. So reading that back, it makes me think about this quote I saw about like, stop waiting for the right time to start living your life. I think that's really true and taking advantage of that I'm trying to like get outside more and just pretend that the weather is nicer and shopping for new furniture now and thrifting and antiquing and just trying to make my life easier more functional um and I was like cleaning out my fridge last weekend and I was like I have so many drinks like I should get a drink fridge and it's just so crazy how when I was in school I couldn't afford to buy anything that I wanted like even like basic need stuff and then you get out and you have a job and you can actually do that I can't get over that luxury and I hope that I never forget how much of a privilege that is but um I was like talking to my mom on the phone and she was like you are in such a good place or someone had told her that I was in such a good place and like I was doing so well after finishing school and it was crazy to hear that and it was nice to hear that because I would have never said that about myself, you know? And um, I don't know. Okay, the next thing I wrote was, I feel like there is a white language that I will never fully be able to speak. Like I will never be there. Um, and either I'm just not smart enough or close enough to whiteness to understand it or I'm just not made to speak it. White supremacy is ingrained into everything, and I can't help but feel as much as I grow, there is something I am missing, especially in the workforce. I think it's the ability to flawlessly execute nepotism. When someone with that level of privilege displays interest in a field or a career, they automatically have a connection or a means of getting a connection. That field or career in that field or career. I think about the amount of nepotism babies in Hollywood and how having a parent tangent to that field or well within it allows for a childhood full of job experience a chance to be bilingual in a language someone without that privilege will not see until they are older so I think I I phrased the latter wrong but it's like it gives them this childhood full of job experience and they get that language they become bilingual in English or whatever language they speak and the language of that business And when you come from rags to riches or you are a pioneer in your field, you don't get that privilege to know that language until later. And so I said, everything is a race. And although I have been able to cut a lot of corners, I can still see many tortoises ahead of me, if you know what I mean. So it's like, I realize my privilege in my field and the nepotism that I can execute, but I can't help but still feel so far behind. I want to make this um, analogy or just like bring up this thing that I also heard recently and how it really like blew me 
like I was just shocked. I told my mom about it this morning. And it was a quote that like black people, like African Americans, are um mixed with the most racist slave owners, like the most like manipulative, like abusive power, like the the worst white people that there were back in the day are in us. Literally in us. And all I could think about was like the inner racism against black people have against themselves and how we uphold these ideals of like respectability politics and like having your hair straight or looking presentable or it's just so crazy how it all makes sense and uh I think about this TikTok that I saw uh and it's this creator she's really funny I don't know her name but she was talking about how she's gonna raise her kids like white people raise their kids and let them just like run around stinky a mess and just like being a kid because as children we weren't allowed to do that and she was looking at it as having that freedom as a child allowed them to be able to just like go for what they wanted as adults and um I was like that is funny but I also completely understand what she's saying but the idea of like a slave owner being kin to me is so fucked up and it's so crazy to think about okay the next thing that I wrote down was how being passionate about something can take away your anxious and negative feelings um I've been obsessed with euphoria lately watching interviews of the cast and I watched this interview of Zendaya with Issa Rae and she starts talking about how she's an introvert and a loner and shy and it made me think about how different Zendaya was during the Dune promo versus Euphoria and Spider-Man. There's this one video of Zendaya talking with an interviewer, Dominic Fike and Hunter Schaefer, and she's so confident and she talks about Euphoria so deeply and she just seems so focused and attached to it. I think it just reminds me of myself in that way, that I'm super anxious and not confident, but when there is something that I'm passionate about, I could talk about it strongly and with no care in the world because my thoughts on it are so analyzed and clear. It made me wonder how cool it would be to be in her position on Euphoria as an executive director and the leading actress, she is so close to the work. Like, it seems like she has so much care and love for the work. And I think of that meme of her with Tim- Timothy Chalamet and the comfortability that she had with her Spider-Man cast in Counterparts versus him. I don't know how to describe it, but I really admire it. And if I took anything away from that, I realized I want to have that passion with everything that I do in life. And... um it made me realize how I feel like I rarely actually have that feeling. And what's interesting about this one is that talking about this, I'm just so passionate about it. And I think that the podcast has become a way for me to really like dive into topics and things that are on my mind and things that I'm really passionate about and being able to discuss them. But like, I just want to run and chase after that feeling at all times. Like I don't want to do things that I'm not like fully invested in. But that was a great interview. I would recommend people to watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, the next thing, uh, I just like bulleted some points. And I said, be careful what you wish for. Because there's so many things I manifested growing up. Um, not intentionally necessarily. I would just say like, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. And when they were given to me, I couldn't really realize what they were. Like I was just too jaded. And I thought too deeply to realize what was actually being handed to me and I 
took it for granted and I realized how your manifestations don't necessarily come with instructions like you don't know how it's going to be sent to you what it's going to look like the packaging um but I guess my only advice would be to just think and really take everything at face value but then look deeper look for something more telling I guess Um, and what I realized is so powerful is when you get content with being alone, like I've been alone forever, (laughs) but the past few years, definitely. And realizing that you can just do shit on your own and that you don't need a partner, uh, for stability or to do things that you don't want to do or any of that. And at the end of the day, sometimes having that stress taken off of you by being alone is good uh but again like I always say like too much of a good thing isn't anything good at all um so I hope that I'm not as lonely as I am now that forever but I think it is important that I'm alone now and I watch so many videos of people talking about things they regret in their 20s and they always say they regret not just being alone and like learning to like know themselves and love themselves I think that's what I've been doing with writing down my thoughts for this podcast and really diving deep into things that I enjoy and customizing my apartment to see what I like and what I don't like and switching things up and switching jobs like just trying to put myself first and really figure out what I want because at this time it seems so unknown but yeah um also I've been really obsessed with the idea of having like a true gift and what really freaks me out about that is how like time money access and support creates talented people and at the same time capitalism destroys that ability to find talent when you're so focused on a job and I want so hard to know what my true talent is and what I'm really good at so I can just put my all into it like really find myself and do something that makes me feel good but at the end of the day I'm like do I have enough time to do that but I think instead of focusing on the time that I don't have I need to start taking more advantage of the time that I do have like I was saying this morning I really want to paint my furniture but I was like am I gonna have time to do that and I don't think time was the right word I think time to learn how to do it time to put that effort in the motivation the drive and I gotta start just doing what I want to do like and I keep on saying it and saying it I hope it'll finally just like seep through but like I can't just sit here and think about all the time that something will take and how I don't have it and regret the past I have to keep moving forward because the only thing that we're really doing the only place that we're really living is now so like taking advantage of that Um, so I thought that that was really important. And then I also started thinking about how my insecurities in my body and the way that I present myself stop me from doing so many things that I would love to do. Like, I would love to be able to just, like, do things. Like, I sometimes feel really uncomfortable the way that I dress. I dress like I love like really girly clothes or I love really masculine clothes like I'm I love everything but 
like I feel really uncomfortable with my arms out because I have a lot of stretch marks and I gained a lot of weight. Um, but I love the idea of going to the supermarket in a frilly dress and like big earrings and like a cute bag. And I did that this summer in my town that I live in now. And I just felt so out of place and weird. And I think that if anything that I always thought that like it was me and I was just like too much. Um, but I think if anything, looking back on it, I just realized now that I have outgrown, I've outgrown this location and I want to go somewhere where I can wear that and people don't look at me like I'm crazy or I don't feel that, you know? And I want to be able to wear what I want and wear makeup and have my hair done and just feel confident. I want to be able to wear a swimsuit and feel good. And it's like, I guess it's coming to terms with loving yourself and I don't want it to be too late. I think back to that interview that I was just talking about with Issa Rae and Zendaya and Zendaya talks about her, her mom really like, got comfortable with herself at 50 I think she said and she cut her hair started dressing like how she wanted to and Zay was like I don't want to wait to feel that like I want to feel that now and I'm like whoa like thinking about it now I want to feel that now too and I think what really stems down to is being comfortable in a fat body because I'm so uncomfortable with my body but there's so many things I'm limiting myself from doing because of it. And it's not just my body, it's my teeth. I hate my teeth so much right now. And there's just all these things that make me feel so subpar. And so out of the loop. Like just different. And it's not in a good way. And I don't want that to stop me from doing things that I really want to do. Not anymore. Um, so also, white fragility and euphoria. I want to do a longer episode about euphoria and what I've been thinking about it. But it's like, white fragility annoys me so much because like so many other things, I am like a user of it. I fall into that trap so easily sometimes and I don't know why because I've never been given that like I just remember when I started my internship uh one of the architects would like guide someone through it or make sure they know how to do it but me I was just like thrown and tossed into it and I don't know if it's because I'm more hyper masculinized because of my height my weight my dark skin my features but even growing up as a kid, I feel like I didn't always get that nurturing, that like viewing of being so fragile and like nothing's wrong and that I will just crack and cry and crumble. Um, and what's interesting to think about is that I did feel like I got that from black people, but white people and I never felt fragile. And when you think about Cassie and Euphoria, it's like she has this beauty and this demeanor and this like hypersexuality that allows people to see her as like, which is creepy to say. I think this just shows how pedophilic society is and how gross it is. But it like sees her as like this little girl who's like so emotional, like so um, confused. It's such a hard life. But so many people have 
those circumstances. So many people have daddy issues. So many people have uh, issues with being hypersexualized or people only using it for their bodies. But it doesn't necessarily resort into them being bad people. But what I do actually think about Cassie, thinking back on it, the idea that she would turn her hypersexuality into feeling like she needs to be sexual with so many people, it makes complete sense. But I think at the end of the day, that doesn't mean she's a victim either. Um, but I do want to see how that carries out this season because I've seen so much feedback about her character. And I do wonder if it's going to affect the actress because I've seen people seeing that take as well because of how um, sad she got over some of the comments from season one. So Euphoria is such a tough show. I'm obsessed with it right now. I think because I just want to look into it and I want to analyze it and I want to be like fully immersed into like the thought process behind each thing like the life of Pablo on um TikTok was talking about the person who did the music placements within the soundtrack of this season and I was like I would love to talk to that person about that because that job sounds amazing but there's so many elements in Euphoria that makes it so captivating and um it's like addicting like the whole premise the whole thing is addicting you can look into it there's so many ways you can think about it and um the analogies I've seen it's amazing but I do want to know how this white fragility and Cassie's character development uh affects pop culture this year um and I was listening to I think her name is Just Jazzy on TikTok her podcast and I honestly did not really like her podcast that much I listened to it because there's something about her that I like and that I find similar to myself, but I can't really put my finger on it. But her last podcast on like friendships, I think, was amazing. It was so good. And she talks about how she realized that she was a bad friend because she would get upset with her friends for not like allowing her to like talk about them, not allowing her to talk about her feelings and the things that are going on. But she also realized that she, like, didn't share. Like, she didn't share what was going on, like, the obstacles, the things that were hurting her, the things that were troubling her. Um, but she kind of thought that her friends were taking too much from her. And she wasn't really getting anything back. And I was like, whoa, I relate to that a lot. But I think I relate more to that in the past because as of recent, I feel like I've been better at talking about what's on my mind to the friends that I do have or did have um but it was a really good thing to listen to so I recommend everyone to go listen to that podcast it was really good and uh if there's anything that I feel like is a common thread within this episode it's that when you get so preoccupied of others things like you get so tunnel vision like you get so focused on one thing it allows you to stop like it it makes you not have the chance to look from the outside and realize what you're missing like I was so depressed and so sad and I was like why is working from home so different than it was during COVID right now but I didn't realize I'm not doing the things that I did during COVID that I enjoyed. I'm not going on walks. I'm not uh, working out, getting really into like fitness and shit. I'm not taking advantage of the little things. Instead, I'm just worried about the big picture, doing my work, being at home, cooking dinner. Like you have to go deeper and you have to really like 
look at your life from the outside of it and something that I don't do enough and I feel like I always have to like see something or hear something or someone has to tell me something for me to realize that I'm not paying enough attention to the little things in my life like you get so caught up in uh monotony like you do the same thing so many times that you just forget that there's so much out there and it makes me think about people who stay where they were born forever and the older I get the more I understand it but also when you think about it from that lens you do the same thing so much you get so used to it you forget that there's a whole world to travel there's a whole you can do whatever you want you can live anywhere you want you can always come back and see your family um but yeah there's anything that I realized in this episode is that you really have to take a step back and think about your life from like every angle and I think mostly from a more positive angle and what you can do to bring more positivity positivity and light into your life but um that was all on my mind this week and I really enjoyed this episode it was really fun talking about this stuff it was really like deep and I was really into it so hopefully I can do another one of these next week so thank you for listening to the podcast